0: In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org.
3: You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The Washington Post has become the latest corporate news outlet to verify that Hunter Biden's laptop is not only real, but that it contains documentary evidence of corruption. The post reporting comes more than a year after the laptop first emerged and once again demonstrates the media actively ignored and worked to cover up a bombshell story that would have damaged President Joe Biden right before the American people were going to vote. Of more on the Washington Post reporting in tonight's Hold The Line. Welcome to Hold The Line, I'm Buck Sexton. They lied to you. That's not a surprise, but let's just make sure we start with that. The Democrat-aligned corporate media Lied to you repeatedly in the most bald faced fashion. They just didn't care how obvious the truth was. They lied to you anyway because they tried to and unfortunately were successful in steering the presidency toward Joe Biden or Joe Biden toward the presidency. This is how it all went down. They just pretended that the laptop was fake until people voted. Then they held that storyline for a while that propaganda that oh there you go there's some of the photos from the laptop by the way whoa and they just kept going with it well guess what now all of a sudden the dam is breaking washington post story over the course of 14 months chinese energy conglomerate cefc china energy and its executives paid 4.8 million dollars to entities controlled by hunter biden and his uncle according to government records court documents and newly discovered bank statements as well as emails contained on a copy of a laptop hard drive that purportedly once belonged to Hunter Biden. So let's just be clear here: not only is the Washington Post telling you that the laptop information was at least a lot of it real, accurate, true, which we've known a long time, but now they're having to admit what has been known. They're also telling you that Hunter Biden got millions of dollars from Chinese communist, communist party back energy firm in China. That's a big deal, but it keeps going. More from this post story. Hunter Biden received an additional $1 million retainer issued as part of an agreement to represent Patrick Ho, a CEFC official who would later be charged in the United States in connection with a multi-million dollar scheme to bribe leaders from Chad and Uganda. That retainer agreement in a newly uncovered document contains the signatures of both Hunter Biden and Ho who was later convicted and sentenced to three years in prison. So this is interesting. Hunter Biden was signing stuff about how he was going to help out Chinese officials in their business work. you know, the, the thing is, the commercial sector and the Communist Party in China are effectively one and the same, right? So any major company, any major entity in China that's operating is doing so at the behest of, or certainly at the forbearance of, the Chinese Communist Party. And... They're always advancing the interests of the government behind all this, right? So this is interesting because you have Hunter Biden clearly tied into people who are guilty of corruption. And that's not a surprise because Hunter Biden is, in fact, corrupt. Let's do a flashback for a second to October of 2020. NBC News reported the FBI was investigating whether or not the emails were part of a foreign intelligence operation. So the emails were all real, but the news outlets were saying, oh, but the FBI is investigating. Federal investigators are examining whether emails allegedly describing activities by Joe Biden and his son Hunter and found on a laptop at a Delaware repair shop are linked to a foreign intelligence operation, according to two people familiar with the matter. Huh. Isn't this so interesting? All the things that were said about this originally are turning out to be, well, true. And the media lied to you about this. In fact, the media are not the only ones who lied about it. October of 2020, the month before the presidential election, during a debate with President Trump, Joe Biden said Hunter never took money from China. Watch this one. Vice President
2: Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical?
4: Nothing was unethical. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had The only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. That's a lie. Let's just call it what it is. It's
0: a lie. He lied. Joe Biden lied to you. Uh, He lied to the American people, and he did so so that he could fool them into, enough of them, into voting for him, at least the persuadables, the independents, the people that really care about what they're being told by presidents at the very last minute back in October of 2020. That certainly counts. Uh, But there was corruption. Hunter did make money from China. He did not register as a foreign agent. And there's a federal investigation in Delaware underway right now to that end. Hunter Biden has already paid after borrowing from a donor a million dollars of back taxes that were owed. Do you think you'd get away with just owing a million dollars? You just pay them after they start investigating you, too? It's not like you come clean. You know they're after you. So there's the possibility here of federal tax evasion charges. There's the money laundering charges that could be thrown at Hunter Biden, as well as the near certainty that he violated the Foreign Agents Registration Act, or FARA. So there's a real possibility here of a criminal investigation of Hunter Biden that proves he did all these things. Will they still bring charges against him given that he's the president's son? That is a big open question. But even CNN now is finally reporting on the Hunter Biden Burisma scandal. Burisma is the Ukrainian energy company that was paying him 50,000, although others say 80,000 a month. And there's also a DOJ investigation about all this. Here's CNN having to admit reality for once.
2: Evan, just lay out your reporting here because this is very, very bad for the president's son.
0: It, it is. And it's
2: an investigation, as you pointed out, going back to 2018. And, and right now, prosecutors in Delaware uh, are, are focusing on a number of things, including whether Hunter Biden and, and some of his business associates uh, violated laws, including tax and money laundering laws and foreign lobbying laws. A lot of this has to do with Hunter Biden's time working with uh, this company called burisma an energy company in ukraine he was getting paid as much as fifty thousand dollars a month for that company during a time that the uh, joe biden his father was vice president was in charge of handling ukraine issues for the obama administration and that of course raised
5: questions of of a conflict
0: oh the stuff that We on the right, and me, many others, have been saying for, what, over a year now? Now they're finally coming clean? Because they have to, because they think there might be charges coming. We'll have more on this with investigative journalist at the National Pulse, Natalie Winters, in just a moment. First, I want to talk to you about protecting your online data. A lot of companies promise your privacy is guaranteed, but we know that's not true. That's why you need a new privacy and cybersecurity application tool called Secure. It is spelled S-E-K-U-R. Secure is using proprietary encryption and offering secure instant messaging and email. With Secure, all of your communications based on servers and data centers hosted in Switzerland without using any of the big tech platforms. Privacy is a big issue. Without real security, people can read your emails, messages, even your bank information. Secure will never mine your data and never ask for your phone number. You can send emails to your doctor, banker, lawyer, anybody with total confidence you're not being spied on by your internet provider or big tech. Secure is your solution to stop the constant theft of your digital identity. It costs only $5 for the messenger, only $10 for the messenger and email combination package. Go to secure.com and take back your privacy today. That's S-E-K-U-R.com. Use promo code BUCK for 25% off. We'll be right back with more Hold the Line. There's a battle going on right now that may be the most important fight our country's had since the Revolutionary War. Once again, it's about our freedom. People like you and me are being canceled. Our speech increasingly censored by big tech and corporate media. Can't let that happen. Time to fight back. Please stand with us and support The First TV. Be a part of our team dedicated to preserving the very essence of who we are, free Americans. There's no evidence that Hunter Biden has done anything wrong.
1: There is no evidence of any wrongdoing between uh, uh, by Biden, by Joe Biden or by Hunter Biden. There's no evidence that Joe Biden actually did anything wrong or did anything to sway things in Hunter Biden's favor. He's denied that his son ever lobbied him for anything. There is nothing Hunter. There is nothing Mm -hmm. wrong that Vice President Biden did. President
0: Trump has falsely accused your son of doing something wrong while serving on a company board in Ukraine. I want to point out there's no evidence of wrongdoing by either one of you. There is no evidence that anybody did anything illegal uh, regarding the Bidens uh, and and Ukraine, and and Joe Biden was carrying out U.S. policy.
2: President Trump wanted dirt on Joe and Hunter Biden. Trump's claims about wrongdoing here are unsubstantiated. We have looked. Lots of outlets have looked.
0: That was all lies, of course. There was plenty of evidence. They knew there was evidence. They just pretended there wasn't. They lied to you a reminder of the lengths to which the media went to provide cover for Hunter Biden in the midst of the 2020 election. The Washington Post has become the second mainstream outlet after the New York Times to authenticate the contents of Hunter's laptop and report on evidence that the president's son received millions in payments from a Chinese energy firm. Both the, both the Post and the Times were late to the game, to say the least. Natalie Winters is an investigative reporter for the National Pulse. She began reporting on Hunter's connection to CEFC China Energy over a year ago. She joins me now. Natalie, great to see you.
6: Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right, what do people need to know? I mean, just just give us the the overview first before we get into the media coverage of this, the politics of it, all of that. What is the uh, uh, status right now of the relationship as we know it based on evidence of Hunter's dealings in China and specifically with CEFC?
6: Well, it's indisputable that Hunter Biden has given the chairman of CEFC China Energy his wiring information, his bank details, he signed contracts, he's referred to himself in personal emails as quote the managing director um, of joint ventures between him and CEFC China Energy. So the links between Hunter Biden and CEFC China Energy are not Russian disinformation or not conspiracy theory. Uh, they're rooted in cold hard fact. They're rooted in evidence. Um, and CEFC China Energy, it's, it's worth noting that this isn't just a run of the mill energy company uh, that's you know supplying power to people in China or even the United States. No, this is a foreign influence group that's been flagged by the U.S. State Department as working under what's known as the United Front Work Department, which is a Chinese state sponsored multi billion dollar effort that seeks to find American elites, particularly those involved in politics or at least related to those involved in politics, to find them. Kind of like the Achilles heel of America, and target them with these business deals, with these lucrative contracts, ultimately to try to get them to really be at the hands and at the mercy of the Chinese Communist Party, whether with compromising material or just the fact that they're quite literally in bed with them, given that Hunter Biden's bank account benefits directly when, when China does well. So the CEFC China energy connection is, is not fabricated, it's very, very, very real.
0: Well, here's the Washington Post, a quote from them. The Post did not find evidence that Joe Biden personally benefited from or knew details about the transactions with C.E.F.C., which took place after he had left the vice presidency and before he announced his intention to run for the White House in 2020. Now, they play this game of there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Is there no evidence? that? Because I I seem to recall something about 10% for the big guy in some of the laptop emails. What do we know about whether there's even the possibility of money from Hunter's dealings abroad, finding their way somehow through shell corporations or other ways to hide money, to big Joe Biden himself?
6: Well, given Joe Biden's mental state, it's not hard to believe that he wouldn't know anything was going on. But all these deals were going back, you know, over a decade since... Uh, Hunter Biden had been working on these business deals with these various foreign countries, particularly China. So there is evidence that Joe Biden did know what was going on. Of course, you're talking about the infamous save 10% for the big guy message, which again, it's curious that the White House that no one has ever really come out and explicitly said that that's not Joe Biden. Uh, they just kind of rely on the fact that, well, there's no evidence that there is, of course, it's the game that the mainstream media likes to play. But the intersection between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's business dealings is bigger than just that one message alone. At the National Pulse, we uncovered a bunch of emails and texts that kind of paint a similar picture, whether it's Hunter Biden telling one of his business partners, this was a Mexican national, he was telling him that he would bring anyone that he requested, any one of his clients for meetings at the White House. Now, maybe they weren't meeting with Joe Biden, but nonetheless, still leveraging his connections to the White House, which he only had through his father. And another email from the chairman of CEFC China Energy, who's I'm pretty sure been kind of unpersoned by the Chinese Communist Party now. No one really knows where he is. Well, in these emails, he specifically requested meetings, not just with Hunter, but, quote, with H and the family. So people can interpret what and the family means, but they probably weren't wanting to meet with Hunter Biden's, you know, school-aged children. Um, So there really is evidence on there that Joe Biden was involved. And, of course, you can see this in text between them. Uh, talking about the kind of exchange of cash and bank accounts, wiring information. So there's certainly enough evidence there that I think asking these questions are certainly valid. Um, and when the mainstream media loves to use their their phrase of, quote, no evidence, that should really be a telltale sign uh, that there actually is a lot of evidence indicating otherwise.
0: You know, they say there was no evidence uh, and they they claim that it was beyond the, the media, the Democrat uh, corporate media aligned with the Biden family here, of course, on all of this, has said that they just couldn't get access to it, Natalie. I wanted you to respond to this. The Washington Post wrote that after the New York Post began publishing reports on the contents of the laptop in October 2020, the Washington Post repeatedly asked Giuliani and Republican strategist Stephen K. Bannon for a copy of the data to review before the election, but the requests were rebuffed or ignored. I, I think there's some creative writing going on here. Can you tell us about it?
6: That is most definitely creative writing. Uh, I know, at least from the national polls, including our editor-in-chief Raheem Kassam, we had always, always extended an open invitation to frankly anyone who was part of the mainstream media in Washington DC, The Washington Post, New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, you name it, offered open invitations. Um, and only one person from Politico took us up on it. They came down and believe me, at first they thought the hard drive wasn't real. They were kind of mocking us, uh, saying, oh, you know, you sure you want to let me look at it? And by the time he was done looking at it, I know Raheem has, has tweeted about this and told the story, but he knew it was real. He ended up actually writing a book on it. Um, but it's really, really bizarre that the mainstream media's kind of efforts to, to cover up the story uh, say, oh, well, We weren't contacted by the people who had the hard drive. They wouldn't show us a copy of it, really, because I'm pretty sure this is the same mainstream media that would probably run, I don't even know how many miles, to every corner of the earth to chase down any single lead, no matter how small, about Donald Trump, even if the story was totally, totally insignificant. Yet you have the first son, the potential first son, having business dealings with some of America's worst adversaries, whose sole purpose is to compromise the individuals involved in these business deals. And they can't even be bothered, let alone the FBI, when the, the hard drive was given to them all the way back in 2019. Well, they don't even know where it is now, as was revealed in recent congressional testimony um, from Congressman Matt Gates. So it's it's just, I think, a perfect example of how when you're a member of America's ruling class, if your last name is Biden, if your last name is Clinton, there's no accountability. You can get away with it because the media will run cover for you. And any of these intelligence agencies they just can't be bothered to actually look into any of the alleged crimes.
0: I wanted you to give us uh, just a little bit of backstory context here for this, originally published by the National Pulse in October of 2020. It's audio of Hunter Biden discussing his dealings in China. Watch this one.
1: I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not Stop sending the calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the (laughs) spy chief of China. I am receiving calls from the Southern District of New York from the US Attorney himself. My best friend in business, Devin, has named me as a witness without telling me. In a criminal
0: case, And my father, without telling me? Sounds kind of shady. What's going on here?
6: So Hunter Biden is referring to what he calls the spy chief of China, an individual named Patrick Ho, who was the chairman of CEFC China Energy. Believe it or not, he was actually later indicted for attempting to bribe officials. I believe it was in Africa um, to try to get leverage and, and certain business deals in exchange for certain payoffs. So it's certainly interesting that that same individual is the person who got into business with Hunter Biden to work on energy. Again, Hunter Biden, who really had no experience in the field at all. But this is a, a private audio recording that we recovered from the, uh, the voice memo section of the hard drive. So this is you know not a transcription. That's actually Hunter Biden speaking. So as much as the mainstream media likes to say that they were never you know, given any information, any audio tapes or anything. We published all this. This was all publicly available uh, to any of the outlets who cared to look into it. Um, but what's also really interesting is that he reveals that Joe Biden was actually named as, or potentially named as a witness um, in one of these hearings. It's sort of unclear what exactly he's saying and frankly rambling about. Um, but again, it speaks to, I think, the two biggest themes here, which is one, Hunter Biden indisputably indisputably was in business with the Chinese Communist Party and some of the most nefarious elements of it, and that Joe Biden was involved, frankly, on both ends, both receiving cash as a, as a result of these deals, but also in the uh, as a kind of a middleman or at least involved in the process.
0: Natalie, thanks so much. We'll be talking about this more. Thank you. If you want the full backstory, by the way, of Hunter Biden's laptop, his dealings overseas, all of that, you should check out my new special on The First TV, American Scandal, Hunter Biden. The special offers a deep dive into Hunter's corruption with investigative journalist John Solomon, who broke a lot of these stories years ago, and editor-in-chief of the National Pulse, Raheem Kassam, who's also broken many of these stories. American Scandal, Hunter Biden is only available to First TV subscribers. Go to thefirsttv.com to subscribe and watch today. All right. Earlier this month, Fox News correspondent Benjamin Hall and two of his colleagues were fired upon by Russian forces near Kiev. A cameraman and freelance journalist were killed in the attack while Hall was left severely wounded and in need of rescue. We come back. We'll speak to Chad Robichaud, whose organization Save Our Allies was involved in the daring operation to get Benjamin
6: Hall to safety. Stay with us. According to the United Nations
0: Refugee Agency, the number of people who have fled Ukraine since the start of the Russian invasion last month now stands at a little over 4 million. The total has surpassed the U.N.'s original worst-case scenario estimates. In response to the crisis, the Biden administration has announced the U.S. will accept 100,000 refugees from Ukraine and will provide an additional $1 billion in humanitarian aid. Relief organizations from across the globe are now assisting refugees, including Save Our Allies a group that not only helps with relief efforts, but has also been carrying out rescue operations inside Ukraine itself. Joining me now is the co-founder of that group, Chad Robichaud. Chad, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me on. Your organization, Chad, has been on the ground since early February in Ukraine. Can you just tell us, what is that battlefield space like? What are you seeing? Uh, What's been going on?
3: Well, I mean, uh, you know, there's major cities that are uh, being attacked, not just militarily but the civilian, the civilian populations as well. Uh, you know, we, I'm not seeing it as much on in, in the news as it should be considering what we're seeing on the ground, you know, residential areas in some cities are knocked down as, as much as 80% of the cities. Uh, and, and it's not, doesn't appear to be indiscriminate fire. It appears to be actually uh, direct attacks on civilians populations. Uh, just recently I uh, was able to, uh, be part of the evacuation of 47 disabled uh, children uh, that came from a group of about 150 disabled children that was in a marked uh, shelter, uh, uh, a marked shelter for uh, for medical uh, people, which was you know this, these disabled children. 100 of them were killed, uh, 47 survived, and we were able to get them out. Uh, so we're seeing just horrific attacks by a world superpower on a uh, on a first world nation, a cyber nation. And uh, it's horrific, and and uh, you know the, the world is the world. Governments are not coming to help, but what we've seen is an incredible uh, combination of all these NGOs from all over the world uh, come together to uh, do the right thing and help the Ukrainian people by through evacuations, through pushing medical aid forward. Uh, we're also participating in getting communications uh, infrastructure available as the cellular and electrical go down, so we can continue to communicate to have sustained evacuation and support efforts. Uh, through organizations like ours to save our allies.
0: So Save Our Allies was involved in the rescue of Fox News correspondent Benjamin Hall after he and his colleagues were attacked by Russian forces earlier this month. First of all, can you tell us what happened there in that, in that attack and, and how were you able to get Benjamin Hall to safety?
3: Yeah, well, we were, um, we were actually all in our, in our operations center preparing for another operation when the call came in. And all, all we knew at the time was that five uh, Fox employees were were in Kiev in an active battle. This particular day was the day was the day that the day, uh, Russians were trying to take Kiev. And uh, so we got the call, and within 20 minutes, you know, we were out the door. Uh, and and two we had we broke up into two teams, and in each team we had uh, you know myself and a special operations veteran, uh, and then uh, in another vehicle we had two special special operations uh very skilled uh, precision recovery experts and uh and in, in both vehicles we had uh surgeons with us trauma surgeons so that was our team who we went out with we had as we were heading there we learned that benjamin hall was still alive and probably had 48 hours or so to live because of some catastrophic injuries uh both sasha and uh and pierre were dead their two drivers were dead and uh and then the two other fox employees were in hiding and in and, and safe and so we pressed forward and ended up getting there to able to, and able to get uh, Benjamin out, uh, Benjamin Hall out. Uh, we chose to leave uh, the other two Fox employees behind to go get them later because they were safe, and uh, and then come back for Pierre's body. But the most important thing was to get Benjamin Hall safe, get him uh, get him the medical care he needed. And uh, we coordinated with the United States military, Polish special operations, and Ukrainian special operations. Uh, once we got him to the border uh, of Poland. Uh, the Polish special operations was able to get us across, and then uh, and then to uh, get him on U.S. military aircraft because the U.S. military couldn't come into Ukraine. So we got him in U.S. military aircraft. The 82nd Airborne flew him to airfield, and a C-130 flew him to launch to Germany, where he underwent some uh, massive surgeries. Was stabilized and able to uh, fly back to the United States, where he's home now uh, in the United States and in Texas, getting the care you know the care that he needs. He he needs a significant amount of care, but he is he is going to make it. And then uh, two
0: remarkable. days later, I, I want. I was. As you're telling me this, uh, Chad, were was that Fox News team? Were they hit with small arms fire from Russian soldiers, or was it indirect fire, a uh, uh, artillery round, or a missile?
3: It, it was indirect fire. Uh, uh, the the Fox employee Sasha was in a vehicle with two drivers, and that that uh, indirect fire hit that vehicle and uh, destroyed the vehicle, and and. and uh, Unfortunately, everyone in the vehicle was killed. Uh, Benjamin Hall and Pierre were just away from the vehicle, doing a shooting a, a report, and uh, and and that's where Pierre was killed and Benjamin was injured by the by that blast. And uh and uh we we actually went back two days after getting Benjamin Benjamin out. We went back two days later, and uh, and I actually personally drove uh, the vehicle and escorted Pierre's body out. We wanted to get him a dignified uh in a dignified way, get him out of the country. Uh, and, and bring him to his wife, and we delivered him to his wife, uh, Michelle, in, in
0: Poland. Well, God bless what you guys are doing out there. Um, such important work. You know, this war has been going on for over a month. Uh, the photos and videos coming out of Ukraine are, are grim. When you are interacting with refugees, I know you're also involved with trying to help refugees who have managed to get to the country safely, just how are how are they doing? I mean, what, what are their sen- what's their sense of what's going on? I mean, just try to give us uh, a picture of, of what it's like dealing with these refugees and and how are they handling all of this?
3: Well, I mean, most of the refugees you're seeing are either women children or elderly because the, the men have to stay there and fight. I've seen men get to the border and they get turned around because uh, they have to stay and fight in the, anywhere from uh, eighteen to sixty years old uh, so Many of the women are fleeing with their children. Uh, and then, you know, oftentimes they get in long lines. They're Maybe they they are in a, a day where the fuel's low and they run out of fuel, so they end up having to walk. And it's very cold right now. I mean, um, you know, right now it's probably, you know, 10 degrees outside and snowing. So you imagine being a a, a, a wife or of your husband's going away, fighting, you don't know where he's at. And now you're moving your kids across a country in the snow, in the cold, through the middle of the night, walking to a border, uh, your cell phone battery probably dies. So they're very scared. And they make it, they finally make it to the border. Uh, those that do, they finally make it to the border and then they're like, what's next? You know, where do I go? I know no one. I, I don't know where my husband's at. I don't have a phone. Uh, and and they're just there at the, at the mercy of whoever's there to help them. Fortunately, there's some amazing people from around the world that have come there to help. People are driving them to refugee centers. People are bringing jackets and clothes. Uh, warm food and and just just people, amazing human beings, helping other human beings. And it's been just a, such a great thing to see that. But nonetheless, it's still a, a major crisis. Poland is being just overwhelmed There's so many people coming, and these refugee centers are are uh, you know it's it's very sad to go in. We went in just the other day and brought good some goods, and we actually brought a bunch of flowers for the ladies, just to give them flowers and do something nice for them. And uh and they're just they're scared and they don't know what's next.
0: And, yeah. uh, how, how can yeah. people how can people try to help from from stateside help your group?
3: Well, I mean, there's so many NGOs to help. Uh, ours is one that's you know, we're doing some critical uh, rescues and and moving some medical supplies forward. So, uh, SaveOurAllies.org .org is where you could donate. The most important thing that I think can be done for our organization right now is just keep us and keep us in prayer and uh, and and donate financially. Uh, this is very expensive operations. Uh, we're committed to do our part to be here on the ground and getting the work done. So if anybody wants to contribute, the best way to do it is just make a donation at SaveOurAllies.org.
0: God bless, Chad. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate what your team is doing. Please give them our, our thoughts and prayers, and uh, thank you so much.
3: God bless you. Thank you.
0: Joe Biden is weighing into the debate over Florida's parental rights and education bill. In a video released today, the president called the bill hateful and called for transgender equality in the classroom and playing field. We'll have more on that with columnist David Marcus after the break. First, we're living in chaotic times and foreign identity thieves love chaos. American homeowners have become a favorite target for these criminals. And it's not just your credit cards they're they're after, it's your home. The hackers want your home. That's right, it's called home title theft. It's exploding in the U.S. And no, you're not covered by homeowners insurance or common ID theft services. Problem is your home's title is kept online. An identity thief knows his big payday is as easy as forging your signature stating you sold your home to him. Now he'll take out loan after loan against your home and you won't know until the collection calls start or you get an eviction notice. How do you protect your home from title theft? Go to your country recorder's office and check your home's title every day or register your address right now at HomeTitleLock.com to see if you're already a victim. This is how we protect our most viable asset. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. Author and columnist David Marcus joins us when we come back.
3: Don't miss American Scandal, Hunter Biden.
2: A new First TV exclusive special hosted by Buck Sexton. Available
3: right now, only on the First TV app.
0: President Biden is all but ignoring the border crisis and record inflation and has instead chosen to focus his attention on taking a stand with the transgender community. In a video address released today, Biden reveals he's making it a priority to focus on equal and fair opportunities for trans individuals all over the country. Take a look.
4: The onslaught of anti-transgender state laws attacking you and your families is simply wrong. This administration is standing up for you against all these hateful bills, and we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom, on the playing field, at work, in our military, in our housing and healthcare systems, everywhere. Today, we're announcing even more steps, but there's always more work to do to end the epidemic of violence against transgender women of color and girls of color, to ensure transgender seniors can age with dignity, dignity, and to finally pass a Bipartisan Equality Act to help transgender persons around the world live free from discrimination and violence. Joining me now
0: to break it all down, columnist and author David Marcus. David, good to see you. How you doing, bud? Why is Joe Biden, whom I would argue didn't even know what transgender agenda meant or was a couple of years ago? Maybe he still doesn't even really know. I think he's probably just repeating whatever he's told to say on this stuff. Why is the White House doubling down on this in this moment and going in even deeper on what feels to a lot of Americans like the effort to erase gender entirely?
5: Because it's the official position of the Democratic Party and and they have a real problem now because for almost a decade now, they've been talking about this in very vague ways. It's a civil rights movement, trans dignity, stuff like that. Now Joe Biden has waded specifically into this Florida law, which means Joe Biden now has to be asked, do you believe that six and seven-year-olds should be asked, should be told by their teachers in public school uh, that they get to decide their own gender, no matter what their parents say? And it's a problem, because if Biden and the Democrats answer yes to that question, they sound like insane, crazy people, um, to all but a very tiny minority of Americans, and if if they say no, they're agreeing with Governor DeSantis in the bill. Um, so they're really in a bad situation here.
0: And here is the Biden administration about to legally expand this issue as well. Washington Post writing the Biden administration is just weeks away from extending Title IX to trans students. In an article from the Washington Post, it states new Title IX rules set to assert rights of transgender students. Discrimination against transgender students would be a violation of federal civil rights law under proposed regulations to the Education Department, and they're expected to finalize this in the coming weeks. I I hope people understand what this means, David, that this is now, they're making this a federal civil rights issue, which which means whether you live in Texas, Wyoming, Florida, you name it, they're going to say now that if, if you have a problem with somebody uh, who is a biological male, also known as a male, swimming against women or any sport or whatever the case may be, you're like the people that were blocking uh, African-Americans from going to school back before the civil rights movement. I mean, this, this is what they're setting this up as.
5: Yeah, I mean it's their only argument, and it's not flying, right? I mean everybody looks at that picture of Leah Thomas on on the podium, uh, and they understand that this is not exactly a Rosa Parks moment here, right? Um, it, it's their only argument, and again, they they won't answer the question about what do we do about the fact that this is deeply unfair to people who were born as women. They 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 literally won't answer it, Buck. But the problem is that now they're going to have to. And they've used this political credit card for years and years and years, and the bill has come due. Not just on these issues, on prisons, on shelters. I mean, public policy intersects with the transgender agenda, it just does. And now is the time for Democrats to tell us what their answers are.
0: Human Rights Campaign, by the way, reports that, quote, the White House has announced major policy reforms to benefit transgender and non-binary people, including issuing passports with an X gender marker. So as of April, they just announced this today, I believe it's Transgender Visibility Day today, which I didn't know about, but the Biden administration is wanting everybody to know about, of course. You'll be able to have a non-binary gender marking of X on your official U.S. government-issued passport. Wow. Well, yeah,
5: and and I mean, what what that is really meant to do is to enshrine uh, the fact that you can have uh, men playing women's sports, that you can have men in women's shelters, because at this point, how would you even check, right? I mean, if if you're going to go back and change the birth certificate, if you're going to change the passport, um, you know. How do you know? Aside from the, the obvious visible markers, right? I mean, all of this is meant to completely enshrine with our society the fiction that men can become women and women can become men. That's the bottom line issue.
0: Uh, yeah, and, I mean, and I, I think people need to uh, understand it, and I keep telling them this, it's not the ideology of the left, and I, I've, I've really been diving into this recently, it's not that a man can become a trans woman. Their ideology is that a man can become a woman indistinguishable for all intents and purposes from other women. A a full switch, you are now a woman. You're not a trans woman, you're a woman. This is what they actually believe. This is like alchemy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's absolutely
5: right. And look, we we can have all kinds of compromises about things like education. We can even have compromises over things like sports. You know, there are compromises to be had about how the public policy moves there's really no compromise to be had on the central question. Either you believe that biology is what determines gender or you don't. Um, And I I, I really believe that the vast, vast majority of Americans still do believe that it does.
0: David, switching gears here for a second. You wrote a piece for Fox News that was uh, critical to say the least of President Biden's recent trip to Europe and the gaffes he made there. You wrote, for better or worse, the American people elected Joe Biden as president They didn't elect his communications team or a secretary of state. They didn't elect whatever person or people it is who get angry at him if he takes too many questions. What this debacle in Warsaw made painfully clear is that Biden is not in charge. That's not just a problem. It's a threat to our democracy. Tell me more here, David. Yeah, look, I was
5: amazed, uh, you know, right after watching Biden's speech in Poland, you know, when he made that statement, you know, for God's sake, this man cannot be in power, right? And whatever you think about, whether that's a wise thing to say or an unwise thing to say, this was a historical moment for him, right? This was his JFK, Ickbein Umberliner, this, you know, this was his Reagan's Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall, and he clearly meant it, and within minutes, the White House had walked it back, and I said to myself, wait a minute, who did that? On what authority, Right? Peter Ducey said on Fox that, that immediately upon him saying that, he and others were, were texting the comms team at the White House and the comms team saying, no, 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 he doesn't mean that. He means that he can't exert power over Ukraine, you know, whatever spin they're putting on it. And the fact of the matter is when we elect the president of the United States, he's allowed to stand on a stage in Poland and say what the position of his White House and, and his administration is. That's what we elect him to do. Nobody elected whoever it was who returned that text to Peter Ducey, And I'd like to know who's doing that and what that chain of command is.
0: Isn't it fascinating when you think about, David, how many times the media just created news cycles based around the 25th Amendment for Donald Trump. We have to use the 25th Amendment, they'd say, he's not of sound mind just because they didn't like him. I mean, there was never never a moment where you said, Donald Trump, he's senile. No, No one thought he was senile. They might've thought other things never do they talk about this with joe biden who is clearly in the early stages at a minimum of real cognitive decline which is what the 25th amendment that and you know other physical health issues is all about yeah look i i think that's right i
5: think that the white house has tried at times to to make it clear their position that that biden is completely of sound mind and and usually those those things have have failed right i mean even that weird video of him getting his fourth or his second booster, where he kind of like goes across the stage and like, I don't know why I'm on stage. You know, like it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. The whole video of him with the troops, like eating pizza that was too spicy, like they're really doing a bad job at convincing people uh that that this idea is false. And so
0: uh, yeah, maybe it's not. Always good to see you, man. Thanks, David. Thank you, Buck. Congressman Madison Cawthorn claims
6: sex and drugs are rampant in our nation's capital. Hmm. We'll have the video for you in tonight's Quick Hits. Stay with us. Congressman Madison Cawthorn makes some wild
0: accusations about people in Washington, D.C., and Congresswoman Lauren Boebert has a message for transgender athletes. Those stories in tonight's quick hits, let's get right to it. Uh, Look, D.C. is kind of a cesspool in a lot of ways. Uh, That's been known. It's actually in a swamp. Kind of funny. It is a swamp, Washington, D.C. I lived there for a while. Uh, But it's also ethically a swamp. That's been known. And this, though, definitely raised some eyebrows. Congressman Madison Cawthorn is saying that he has been invited to orgies and seen members of Congress doing cocaine in Washington, D.C. Watch. The sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington with the average age is probably 60 or 70, and I look at all these people, a lot of them that
2: I've you know, i looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get
0: invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get-together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove. You know addiction in our country and then you watch them do you know a key bump of cocaine right in front of you
3: and it's like wow this is this is wild
0: i mean why would he make it up i'm just saying why would he make it up i mean that's the first thing that i think about here representative lauren Boebert is not shy about her opinions and here she is talking about transgender athletes taking championships from biological women wow
6: the NCAA has gone woke and is failing our female athletes. Honor and recognition was stolen from Emma Wyatt, So I am proud to lead 21 of my colleagues in a congressional resolution saying what most Americans already know to be true. Emma Wyatt was the fastest female in the race, and she is the true champion.
0: All right, we got the
6: hit. We got it up the line. Oh, wait, no. One more thing. To all you woke men, you want to steal a championship from a woman, you got some serious balls.
0: Oh, there's that. And then there's Nancy Pelosi out there, folks, telling everybody we can't let the fossil fuel industry use the need for more fossil fuel as an excuse to you know, stop her and others from saving the planet. Watch this one.
5: We cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. One of the things I think that the president may say, I don't have this as a fact, is that we will use the um, Defense Production Act to speed up uh, diversification uh, so that we're not so dependent uh,
3: on oil.
0: Ah, Yes, Nancy Pelosi saving the planet, sure. That's all for tonight's Hold the Line. The No Spin News with Bill Bill O'Reilly is up next. Shields high. There's a battle going on right now that may be the most important fight our country's had since the Revolutionary War. Once again, it's about our freedom. People like you and me are being canceled, our speech increasingly censored by big tech and corporate media. Can't let that happen. Time to fight back. Please stand with us and support The First TV. Be a part of our team dedicated to preserving the very essence of who we are, free Americans. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Ninety five cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate eleven dollars a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T the number two T.org. This
2: is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently